Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of The Lab. Sitting with me here today is Alex Trotter and Brandon Weirig. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed our last episode talking with Dr. David Farwick, uh, a little bit about social media and taking a little bit more um, you know, care and not just taking certain posts at face value and you know, actually looking into the quality of what people post. Uh, but today what we're going to do is we're just going to talk a little bit about some recovery tools and just some of the fitness trackers. Um, whether or not we use them or not, and just uh, we'll, we'll kind of go into those as well. Uh, but just to kind of start it off, uh, you know, obviously before we get into any of these, we just want to make sure you guys understand, you know, no matter what kind of tool you have, no matter what someone puts out there, you know, the, the number three, big three that you guys can do is always eating right, sleeping right, and, you know, making sure you're what, Brandon? Hot. What? Hydrating. Hydrating. There you go. <laughs> Brandon's just like spaced. Yeah. <laughs> I was insulated. <laughs> I had to put some things No, but I just kind of leading it off, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but like you get like those one or two people who are like just married to the foam roller. They're over there for like 15, 20 minutes rolling out, rolling out, and they're praying to, you know, God that, you know, for the love of Jesus, let this hip release. Yeah. I want to be able to run. So they can deadlift 225. <laughs> <laughs> Going straight for the heart right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, there's a lot of different things out there right now. I mean, if you look at like Hyperize and all the different Normatech things that are out, I mean, the percussion guns have made like a huge, huge killing in regards to, um, you know, athletic, not just like rehab, but also like pre performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, heck, I think I've seen. Four or five different like colleges. I mean, when I was at Notre Dame back in June for a sports medicine seminar, um, they had like a therabody station in almost every single like room, which was awesome. Jeez. They had some gold ones that I wanted to, but I, yeah, whole other story. But I mean, they had they had the vibrating foam roller, they had the percussion guns, they had um, some like different straps that you could use while you're doing that too, so you kind of get some good stretching in after you're done. Um, I know me myself. I have I have the vibrating foam roll home that I love using for my lats. Um, I have the percussion gun. Uh, heck, I even have a cupping set at home and some dry needles. So I mean, I have like a mini clinic at home, which is kind of nice. Uh, what do you guys think about some of the hype behind, like you know, the people that are foam rolling for like fifteen twenty minutes, or the people that are like, let me just get on my percussion gun, let me just warm this up real quick, and then we can go. What do you guys think? I think it's good. it's it's a short term fix. It's yeah. not a long term fix. I might put it in the moment, but it's not going to be like a long term. Yeah, yeah. Thing. I think it'll yeah it'll get you by. But I've never been like married to a foam roller kind of thing. I don't I don't like it um, for myself. It's just it's I don't know. I've just found better ways of doing. Um, things as far as that goes. I like the cross ball. Just hit like the direct area. You can roll right on it. Um, you know, if you're like a bigger person, then you can use like a wall to hit spots on your back or your chest and stuff like that. Because if you're a decent sized human, you lay on the cross ball and it disappears, and then people are wondering why you're like rolling around and <laughs> semi seizuring. So. That's what I like. I like soft or uh, lacrosse ball, softball gets in there. Have you guys ever had like the lacrosse ball that like you it's like I think it's called the new wave 
um, you hit it and it's a vibrating lacrosse ball. No, I don't, I'm not on your salary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have one, but I've used it. Yeah. I don't need the extra vibration. Yeah. The uh, digging into that turn point is a good enough yeah. pain <laughs> sensation for me. Yeah. I'll naturally start vibrating. Uh, <laughs> twitching. Is he okay? No, leave him alone. He's yeah. okay. Don't worry. Yeah. He just, yeah, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> what are you going to go into that one? Uh, no, I feel like if, if you are spending, Lord, more than 10 minutes on a foam roller, there, there's something more wrong that a foam roller ain't going to fix. I got like, like a, maybe I had a single leg unilateral workout one day and maybe like my non-dominant leg is a little bit more sort of my dominant leg is. Mm-hmm. I might spend an extra two, three minutes yeah. digging it into that spot on the side of the gun or something like that or a foam roller, but yeah. that's really about it. So wake it up a little bit more, get some blood flow into it. I guess I should clarify more than 10 15 minutes before you work out. Yeah, yeah. That when your warm up is almost as long as your workout, that's, that's you're either getting pretty old or you're weak. <laughs> and there's just there's just no other way around it. Like, you should be that, or you're just you're weak minded. Weak minded, yeah. But my shoulder hurts, Trotter. You'll warm up when your blood starts <laughs> pumping, fresh blood gets pumped to all those areas. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I think people rely too much on modalities as opposed to like a good dynamic warm up. And I mean, there's a lot of research out there right now that'll point you towards more of a dynamic as opposed to using like passive modalities, especially like that's why I'm not really a big fan of like using guns like the the percussion guns like before performance. Yeah, it's great. It gets fluid moving. Whether or not you could say it heats tissue, I would say probably not to an extent I would agree with. but I mean, having the ability to do maybe a little bit of that and then going to a dynamic warm-up, sure, why not? But like, I had a, a few patients who were runners, cross-country runners, and they were, they were foam rolling for like 20, 30 minutes before cross-country races. And I'm like, why, why, are you, like, why aren't you actually just like doing a little bit more of a dynamic thing? Like going out there, you're rolling out and then trying to go right into this race, and they're like, yeah, it makes me feel so much better. I'm like, I mean, it's good that you feel better, but like at the end of the day, I was Get the muscles primed for what you need to do. I think that's half of it. It's just someone says it's gonna work, and you network with someone else, so like it's gonna work for you, like yeah. on the brain. Like, yeah, I think like KT Tate. Uh, placebo effect. Yeah. Most. Yeah, yeah. KT Tate. Um, I have a, I have one of the venom wraps from my low back, like the heat. Mm. Like I would just like put that on, it would start heating up, and then have like a massage thing with it and I would wear that during some of my dynamic warm-ups especially like some of our buildings are cold like it's it's down in the negative 20 wind chill so the building is a little cool so whatever you can do to kind of warm up a little quicker a little bit more efficient so yeah. you still have that here? oh uh, the battery kind of shorted out on me pretty quick <laughs> yeah. right when my warranty went up so, you know, <laughs> that'll get yeah. you that'll get you shoot yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that thing I'd wrap it up in the middle of summertime, it's 95 in the gym still. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're still sitting there. I'm used to it for a while. It's like 95 and you got heated seats on. It's like, yeah, I'm going to hit that before I get there. Yeah, that actually sounds... I, I do like heat. If you can get something that can help heat tissue up, get a little bit more blood flow in that area, why not? I do like the heat modality aspect. I think when... Uh, what? In, uh, in college, we had a very bro-science way of warming up our little household... Uh, we'd all like lift with our roommates and stuff like that. So it'd be, you know, in the summertime, we're living on 
or around campus and we go and work out at the rec. Well, we just would turn our heat on in our car. So not only is it already like 90 to 100 degrees inside the car, now we got the heat cranked. And we just like wear hoodies and sweats and then like on our drive over, we just be sweating bullets. <laughs> it worked every time. None of us got injured miraculously. <laughs> I didn't even warm up and call it. I sat in sauna for five minutes. And yeah, good to go. Oh, that's pretty much what I do now. Just a little like side to side neck movements. I should be good to squat. <laughs> I'll warm up as it goes down, or as it goes up in weight. Sweet Jesus. We talk a lot about like you know pretty like warm up stuff. What about like post like post workout? Uh, some of the different tools, like I, I think foam rolling after isn't necessarily a bad idea, or like getting onto a cross ball after, but like. Uh, sometimes I think people are like diehard, you know, I need to do ice baths as soon as I'm done working out or like, uh, what was the other one? Like putting on the, the Norma tech legs as soon as they're done or like as soon as they're, um, did yours the, did yours have the ice or did yours just the compression? Compression. Okay. I wasn't sure. Like that, that conjunction of like that compression with the cryo, sometimes people do that after. Um, how do you guys feel about all those like cold showers, the, the ice buckets? Well, I don't, you don't do that after workout when your body's trying to, that's just going to slow down the protein synthesis mm-hmm. of the body and things like that. So Natural healing process. I would stay away from anything cold. Um, I would just focus on like food. Yeah. Uh, recover your body, uh, nutrients, water. Um, so much for tool-wise, I mean, it depends. Like, you like the compression part of the layer, and that's not necessarily, you got the whole like, Restricts the blood flow, rush the blood back in, yeah, and things like that. Some people just think like having that tight wrap around the legs after a good leg day is yeah. feels good, yeah. So, but I, I like it. I like the little blood rush because then I'm like, all right, like I feel like I did something. <laughs> I don't do it all the time. I'm not married to the idea, mm-hmm. but just every so often, just do that. Or um, I don't know if you have like a like you'll notice like a lot of the kids now since we're like starting to wave the reverse hypers and the kind of weights that they use in the reps, like they're all dealing with like that back pump, but they can't like explain it because they don't know it yet. <laughs> but like one of the only things that I've found that you can do is like lay upside down or just like flex your calves until you feel like your calves are going to burst. And then in my head, that's where the blood goes and it gets away from your low back. <laughs> Again, bro science on that one. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's the only thing I've done that I've got it to work. You guys ever had a chance to have body tempering done before? Yeah, I like that a lot as well. What was that like? I've never had that done before. I've watched someone get that done before and that looked excruciating. Mm-hmm. What is it like? Mm, uh, trigger point deep tissue is okay. what it feels like. I mean, it feels like if you could, on like in your IT bands, <laughs> like <laughs> you're never going to tear an IT band, you know, like. It's just not going to happen, but it feels like it's going to. But, uh, yeah, it's it's very, like, uh, the deepest kind of deep tissue massage that you can have kind of thing. But, I mean, you can feel it working. Like, even, even like, if I'm doing it on somebody else and I'm rolling them out, like, I can actively, like, watch their knots or their, like, spasms just go, Oof, and then they just relax in that area. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, we can move on. Um, I've used it, like... Uh, on like my quads and my hamstrings and calves before squats before, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of like prime them for an event that I'm about to go and do. Yeah. Um, just to kind of like wake them up a little bit if I need a little wake up call that day. So that, that's how I personally use it. How heavy is it? 
this one's like 120 or 150. It's not like one of the big one. <laughs> not a big one. The, the biggest one I've ever used was like 220, and that was like excruciating. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. I, I see what you mean by deep tissue then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But usually you'll use those on like the bigger body parts, you know, your thighs, back, um, butt, stuff like that. Okay. That makes sense then. Have you ever had it done, Brittany? I've not. That'd be a fun one. I haven't really got a whole lot of things done. I mean, I've had cupping, yeah. deep tissue massage, and triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really about it. Those are some happy tears with the needles. Yeah. 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 One of the good ones, you know? <laughs> I've been there. I'd say that's one of my personal favorites. Either like um, dry needling or like the uh, scraping, the grasping, that we call it. Yeah. The I don't like them too. But because we've tried like a massage gun, like a, at the house, but just because Steph's fingers, she just can't take like massaging for that long. I mean, I have like maybe three minutes and she's kind of like already getting into her elbows and stuff like that. So, well, you are a human brick, so makes sense. She knew what she was getting into. <laughs> that stuff just expensive, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 a lot of the stuff I do, I just train. <laughs> Sessions. Yeah. You scratch my yeah. back, I'll scratch yeah. yours. Yes, yeah. I, 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 shit. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Yeah, I've never done Cairo like this. It's... I I never found uh, Cairo to be like beneficial. Um, like, you go to, like, those cryotherapies or whatever. Um, I think they put you in for either two minutes or three minutes, one of the two. And uh, I felt good for maybe 24 hours. Like, where I was like, all right, like, I can see how this works. And I woke up the next day, and I was like, never mind. Yeah. But it was cold, though. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Give me the old school way, man. Eat and sleep. Yeah. Drink some water. Yeah. Try to, yeah. Yeah, drink a lot of water. <laughs> Don't be afraid to, like, eat carbs, or you can even buy, like, a carb-like uh, drink. Like, I have, like, a Carbolin, that's what it's called, or Carbolin, I don't know how you say it. But I think that's, like, 50 mil- or fifty grams of carbs in, like, one serving. Damn. So, I mean, I, I prefer switching that over, you know, like, a potato, uh, rice, like, any of that, mm-hmm. and then I can just drink that, too. I'm the other way around. Yeah, I'd rather eat my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like eating more. Yeah, that's like a lot of people ask me like, what like protein shake I eat or drink? Like, usually I don't. Do, yeah, I'm like, I'd rather eat my food than yeah. or eat my protein rather than drink it. Mm-hmm. That's just personal preference. Yep, yeah. protein burritos. That's like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I will make a ton of ground beef or whatever I got in the fridge. Oh, they're magical. Yep, yeah. they're good. Uh, so let's kind of circle back here and let's go back to some of the the recovery tools. Now, you were talking about the Hyper Ice, the... Uh, venom. Venom. They got a knee one and a, a back one. And I want to say they have a shoulder one, I'm not sure. I feel like there's a shoulder one yeah. in there, or an ankle, maybe. But I feel like it's shoulder. Maybe shoulder. But you could jerry get into being an ankle one. Yeah. So I ended up putting whatever I was doing dead December, my groin was like hanging on my thread. I wrapped my back around my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. I think it's point. I mean, honestly, like, one of the... Most beneficial, like short term recovery tool, I guess you would say, that I find most beneficial is flossing. Yeah, I would agree. I do like flossing as well. Basically, that's what I, I would put that venom wrap around my thigh, and then when I was dead, and I would just literally put a huge floss band around my groin mm-hmm. and said to 
Was your groin hurting you a lot? Like it was oh, like, it was, like pull I something? Did it was pretty good. I, that's the first time I ever had Jimmy. I actually went to Jimmy's house. The first time I ever really sat and talked to him. <laughs> went to his house and he uh, grinded up my, uh, my groin. It was probably a, I couldn't sprint flat for probably three, three months. What was this? Yeah. Last month. Two months ago. Not in 2021, 2022, yeah. Okay. Probably 2022 or 2020. When we opened the gym. Okay. That was curious. Yeah. Like, I could run incline, sprints. No problem. Once I went flat and that fell off kind of a little bit more from the climb, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It's just sharp pains. Ooh. One thing I would recommend is, like, if you ever have, like, that intense, like, sharp pain, is don't go putting heat on it. Don't go putting heat on that. That might not be so fun. I mean, I mean, if you let it within, like, those first 24, 48 hours, I wouldn't go doing that. But, like, if it's been, like, a week or two and it just feels, like, tight, then, yeah, why not? Heat's not a bad thing. Um, but yeah, Look, let's take something that's inflamed and put a, put a torch to it. Gotta <laughs> keep going, man. That's in there. I saw two weeks left. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Um, now you've used the Apple watch, the, the fitness tracker, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it does it. How it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is the heart rate exactly what it, I have no idea. Calories, probably not, but, um, if it's consistent. I guess. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care. Like this thing has my. If I'm doing like a high intense interval training, or if I'm full that day, is to try to just get my heart rate up. Mm-hmm. If it says it's 180 and it's not exactly 180, then my heart rate will legitimately be maybe 190. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's consistently read the same, that's really all I care about. Just the consistency. Yeah. 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 I know. Like I used I used the Whoop for probably a solid like almost year and a half. And, like, don't get me wrong, it was great to kind of see, like, my sleep, I guess, tendencies were, like, you know, through the week, I'm consistent, 10.30, cool. But then every single morning, right there at 5 a.m., I'm up. Um, and then weekends, you kind of see that shift. Um, but the big thing would be, like, just kind of seeing, like, how, like, certain habits mm-hmm. started affecting, like, my heart rate and, like, my, my uh, heart rate variability. That was actually kind of a cool insight. I actually really like being able to see that because I could see, like, oh, you had, like, two or three beers and it's, like, your heart rate variability tank it's like shoot okay so maybe i'm maybe putting myself in more of a deficit than i thought Mm -hmm. like over that year i kind of found like wow okay maybe i'm not eating enough maybe i'm not sleeping enough and then like i started actually focusing on all right let's go to bed earlier let's let's try to maintain the same sleep schedule on the weekends let's maybe not drink you know every other weekend maybe let's just do it once a month um i started seeing like way better recoveries my lift started going up i started feeling better so it's like not not to say that I didn't learn anything new, but it's just kind of those reaffirmations of like, yeah, you need to be sleeping, you need to be eating, yeah, you need to be hydrating and not putting like the things that are going to take it out of you. Uh, I mean, you, the one thing I would say that I, I'm not a big fan of with the fitness trackers, I mean, the thing with your Apple Watch is, I mean, that's free, right? Yeah, it comes yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. So like one of the things that I'm not a big fan of is when you put out like a fitness tracker and someone has to like... With Whoop, the way that they do it, they, they give you the device, but then you have to pay a subscription every either either by month, by by year, or so many months. And like, is really that that kind of? Ins- I mean, if you're like a professional athlete, yeah, that is totally worth your time and your money, and that is totally worth having that insight because you know every little bit's going to matter. But for someone like me, am I really going to want to pay? I mean, even the fact that they just up their price, am I really going to want to have to pay that much every single month? No. So I mean, I got what I learned from it. I call it a day. Um, I definitely think they have their, their places, but I mean, is it a necessity for training? No. I mean, 
the end of the day, you could track your food on a paper, you could track your hydration, you could track your sleeping. You're like, oh yeah, I averaged like, let's say six hours a night. And then you look at when you start feeling like crap, oh, I averaged like maybe a, a, a solid four, mm-hmm. like things like that. And you can say like, okay, and then just make that correlation. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not rocket science, um, but sometimes people want to make it that way. Yeah. You got all these, like the new updates, like that says you can, they can tell you if you have max. Yeah. Like there's no way. Absolutely not. Like I've done a max VO2 test. <laughs> You're not getting that on the watch. Yes. <laughs> That'd be a fun study. Yeah. It'd, it'd be worthless. He, he just told you the results. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. That'd be a good one. Um, I feel like another one is uh, masking your recovery with uh, energy drinks. Because I've, I've been known for that as well. Solid take. You know, because, I mean, we we definitely work crazy hours. Like, there's there's been times here where we haven't left the gym until, like, 9 p.m., and then we're back here at 5 a.m., yeah. you know, and then that's not including us going home and eating a dinner, like, winding down, going to sleep, and then waking up, you know, an hour early to go, and, like, we got to make ourselves breakfast, too, because mm-hmm. now we got another, you know, 14, 15-hour day. So, like that, you can't just, <clears throat> you can't mask the recovery portion just with like getting an energy drink in you and trying to just maintain like, Oh, I, I can drink this thing and it'll buy me two or three hours of like energy. It's not doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're like, you drink the energy drink. It's like, great. My heart rate's really fast, but I'm I'm still tired. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I do. Yeah. So you and I are on the rain train. Yeah. I just always woke up and just blast that water faucet. Cold and just right to the face and ready to go. <laughs> this goes back to I wake up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, ready to roll. <laughs> Keep it that way, because as soon as that little one comes rolling around, man, and you start drinking coffee, it ain't gonna stop. I just can't stand the smell of this. I doubt that's gonna happen. You the can't your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stand the smell of coffee. Who traumatized you as a child? My uh, college roommate. Yeah. Oh, really? I gotta know. He dumped his coffee beans right in the trash can, and then the wind, we always have the windows open, and I went downstairs. So it would just come right downstairs, right in my bedroom. That's what I woke up to. When I was in the dorm, I woke up to the smell of weed, and then when I was in the apartment, I woke up to the smell of coffee, and both of them would give me headaches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Well, guys, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you guys have any questions on any kind of like you know recovery tools or any kind of things, uh, you know to use before or after exercise, you know ask the question, you know reach out. Um, but we will see you guys next time.